We have a special guest tonight who has earned the respect of thousands of students worldwide. He authored his first book, Graduate to Your Perfect Job, at age 18. Since that time, he has spoken to students and staff in, at over 550 schools nationwide and as far away as Finland in India. It is estimated that more than 100,000 students have used his book to get their first job or to get a better job. His unique insight into young adults and how to help them has earned him appearances on 2020, NBC's Today Show, ABC's The View, Teen People, and an article in the Wall Street Journal. His newest book, My Reality Check Bounced, was just published by Random House. Please welcome Mr. Jason Dorsey! It's looks good in red. Who looks good in just about anything? How many of you know or realize what a big event this is? In fact, it's so big, it's twice the size of the town where I grew up. Anybody here from a small town? Good. Man, my town was awesome. I was related to half the people. <laughs> everywhere, I, everywhere I went, it was a family reunion. <laughs> Hi, Mom! But maybe, or, or maybe not, whatever your situation was, the thing that I learned is regardless of where you grow up, you just gotta make it work. I remember starting high school. Who remembers your first day of high school? Who would like to forget your first day of high school? There you go. I show up my first day of high school in Texas, I was four foot ten. In shoes. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas except Jason. But you gotta, you gotta take what you have and make it work. In 18, I'd gone to a conference like this and I was inspired to write a book about my experiences, what I learned. And so I, I had a night when I couldn't sleep. Anybody in here ever had a night when you couldn't sleep? Right? Who's not going to sleep tonight, be honest? There you go. I had this night, I couldn't sleep, so I got out of bed and I wrote a book. Who's had a night like that? Couldn't sleep, so he wrote a book. Look like seven people right there. <laughs> Me! And here's what's crazy. For those of you in here that want to own your own business, this is for you. Because I didn't know I couldn't do it, I wrote that book in three weeks. Five months later, I owned my own publishing company. One month later, I was 19 years old, 50 thousand dollars in debt. That's <laughs> pretty good, 19. <laughs> my mom was thrilled. <laughs> and I was sleeping on the floor of my friend's garage apartment where I lived for a year on four dollars a day. I can cook ramen noodles 38 ways. Secret is Tabasco and marshmallows. But at the end of the year, the book that I wrote, which was called Graduate to Your Perfect Job, became a bestseller. And as I mentioned, 100,000 students have used it to get a job, which has allowed me to travel all over. And I want to share with you two things that I've learned. But before I do, they had the thought of the day earlier. I was in Seattle recently, and I said, does anybody have some advice you want to share? And this guy was in 10th grade. He goes, oh, call me, call me. I was like, all right. So he comes running up on the stage, takes the microphone from me. And his advice was, only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. 
But there's two stories, and only two, that I think tie in with your theme of respect, champions at work, all that. The first story I learned speaking at this high school graduation, and, and look, if you haven't been to a high school graduation, you may not realize how exciting it is. It's a big deal. And at this high school graduation, they had it in a big arena kind of like this, and, and I was sitting on the stage, and it was me and the, the principal and a bunch of other people with name tags. The place was packed. People were cheering, and it was crazy. Moms, dad, grandparents, cousins, aunties, uncle. I mean, it was nuts. So we're sitting up there. All the graduates line up to walk in, and they look gorgeous. Long blue robes, blue square hat, in alphabetical order. Well, they start playing the music. Graduates start walking in. Everybody's cheering and yelling. And one mom yells above the entire crowd, Ooh, that's my baby! The one in blue! <laughs> Almost fell off the stage. <laughs> I was like, wow, she had a lot of kids in alphabetical order. <laughs> Guinness Book of World Records right here. <laughs> So they're all walking in, I'm laughing, the principal's laughing, and I notice that only one of all the graduates is not walking by herself. And you know, I speak at a lot of schools, almost 600 now, and so I notice things like this, and it was this one graduate, and there was a guy next to her with a suit and a tie, and he was holding her elbow, walking next to her. And so I asked the principal, I said, sir, why does that one graduate have an escort no one else does? He says, well, Jason, she's blind. I said, wow. She's blind and she's graduating from a regular high school. That's awesome. He says, yeah, she's number three in her class. I said, she can't see. And she has the third highest grade. That's incredible. She should be on Oprah. He said, yeah, she's, she's amazing. She's an inspiration. She also runs track. I said, stop right there, Mr. Principal. I said, sir, part of my ignorance, I know I'm from the country, but how does a blind girl run track? And he says, with her legs. <laughs> I said, thanks, I thought she hovered. <laughs> I said, I know she runs with her legs. How does she see where she's going? He says, she can't, she's blind. <laughs> I said, thanks, you're a master of the obvious. So we go on with graduate. I'm not kidding you guys. The whole time I'm thinking, man, how does this girl run track? That's incredible. Well, finally she comes up to receive her diploma, standing ovation, cheering. It was incredible. So I meet her afterwards. Her name is Maria. Not only is she blind, number three in her class, she is the first person in her family to graduate high school. And now she's going to college on a full academic scholarship. So when people come up to me, and they do, and they say, Jace, man, you don't get it. It's too tough. It's not fair. I don't know if I can do it. I'm like, look, do what I do. Just think, somewhere in the world, there's a blind girl running track. And it... It always reminds me, it may not be fair, it may not be easy, but if you want it bad enough, you can make it work. It doesn't matter where you come from, how much money you have. Look, my first car, I bought it for $500. And I don't know if you've ever seen a $500 car. <laughs> They're usually not going real fast, <laughs> even downhill. Let me describe my car so you can imagine how cool I was. See, I didn't have a red blazer. <laughs> I had a shirt from Walmart and shoes from Dollar General. <laughs> 
Let me describe my car for you. It was red in some places. Who's <laughs> that? No muffler fell off. And only one windshield wiper. Because the other one was stolen at school. That's not funny. You ever tried driving a car with one windshield wiper on the passenger side? In the rain makes your neck hurt. It was a cool car though, man. I'd be cruising. I'd come to the one stop sign in our town. I'd stop and my car would still be bouncing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hydraulics. <laughs> and all was good until the transmission fell out the bottom. <laughs> Which as a non-mechanic, I didn't think that could happen, <laughs> but it hit the car behind me. Had to pay for that. But what I learned is you just gotta take what you have and make it work. And that's really the key. And I wanna share with you one last story and that's this. You guys are all successful. You're in the top one, top 2% in the entire nation, right? That's huge. And I know people that have mentioned up here earlier about the, y'all are the smart workers and all, look, there's a lot of discussion in the media about the lack of talent and skill and people willing to work hard here in the US. You guys are proof that they're wrong. All right? And with that in mind, I wanna emphasize, and I, I've learned this now, success is not money. We think it is, and it's easy to say, I wanna be rich, or I want a big title, I want a, a new red blazer. What I'm telling you is success is what you do to help other people. And you'll have those opportunities here at the conference, you'll have them when you go back to your communities, and I want you to take this last story with you. I hope that you'll come visit me at my booth tomorrow, come to one of my sessions, or at the very least, remember this story when you leave. I fly a lot and I got on this airplane, it was late, it was 11.45 at night, I was tired. So I get on the plane, I sit down, got my seatbelt on. I love airplanes because cell phones don't work. So I was all excited and I was given the greatest gift of all time in air travel. The seat next to me was empty. Woo! I was all ready to go to sleep. The last person is escorted onto the airplane. This kid, little Buzz haircut, is walked on by two flight attendants and they sit him in my empty seat. They buckle him in, read some stuff, and leave. So it's me and him, and he is staring at me. You know how you can feel kids looking at you? So I'm sitting there, 11.53, he hits me on my shoulder. I say, yeah, man, what's up? He says, I'm sorry to bother you, but have you ever flown in an airplane before? I said, yes, have you? He says, no, 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 and I could tell because he made his seatbelt so tight he couldn't breathe. I said, it's okay, man. My name is Jason. Do you have a name? He says, my name is Shane. I said, all right, Shane, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen so you won't be scared, okay? He says, uh-huh. I said, we're going to go real fast down the runway, up into the air, land somewhere else. Please don't throw up. He says, I won't throw up. So I gave him the throw up bag because <laughs> you never know. And I went back to sleep. 11.57. I said, yeah, Shane, what's up? He says, Jason, are they going to turn off the lights? I said, yeah. He says, do we get pretzels? I said, Shane, where is your mama? 
He sits up, he says, I'm flying by myself. I said, Woo! Big man, Mr. Independent, paying the mortgage. He goes, What's the mortgage? I said, Shane, we're gonna get through this, buddy. Just, just let me know if you need anything else. Try to go back to sleep. 11.59. I said, Shane, what's up? He says, Jason, in one minute, I turned 11 years old. I said, it's your birthday too? And 11, that's a big birthday, the double one. He says, I know, I know, I know. I said, well, since it's your birthday and, and you're by yourself, I'm gonna stand up in this airplane in one minute, I'm gonna sing you happy birthday as loud as I can. He says, no you won't, no you won't, no you won't. <laughs> he didn't know me. <laughs> it's midnight on the airplane. Everyone is asleep. I stand up in the aisle. Excuse me, excuse me. May I please have everyone's attention? Never do that in an airplane. <laughs> Passengers freak. So they're scared, I'm scared, Shane's scared. I said, get on me, get on. So he stands up, his head's barely over the seat. I said, this is my friend Shane. It's his first time to fly, he's flying alone. He just turned 11, please. Help me sing him happy birthday. So we start singing happy birthday on an airplane at midnight. <laughs> it did not sound very good. <laughs> happy birthday to you in three different languages. <laughs> we finish singing. Everybody's clapping and over the intercom we hear, Shane, this is the captain speaking. Happy birthday, young man. <laughs> he was so excited. They brought out little airplane wings. Finally, we land. Everybody's walking off the airplane. Shane's in front of me, holding the hand of the flight attendant. We get into the airport. Shane sees his mom. His eyes light up. And he takes off running, yelling, Mama! But I was wrong. I thought he was running because he missed his mom. He ran right to her and he says, Mama, they sang me happy birthday! And it reminded me those little things you guys do to help each other and help strangers even out. Those things that you do, that is what is your success. That's your legacy. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. Thank you guys.